Hello and welcome to You're Dead to Me. I'm Fraser Ruddock. And I'm Stacey Peterson. Well, here we are. We are back in 2019. Woo woo! Hashtag new year, new me. New year, new me. Well, you know what? I think we should start the year uh, a, a bit more positive because we've had 2018 such such a negative year between uh, us. And I think I think we should we should start fresh in 2019 and be positive. So let me say to you, um, uh, that's a nice shirt. I feel so uncomfortable that you're being nice to me. I don't, I don't know what to do with this information. I feel more uncomfortable than when you insult me. Oh, oh, oh so you, you prefer when I insult I'm just you. used to it. It feels like, I don't know, like a bear dancing or something. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, if that's the way you like it, 2019 can be more negativity. Woohoo! <laughs> Enjoy. Welcome to the new year, Stacey. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter at Dead to Me Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as your Dead to Me Podcast. And our email is dead to me podcast at gmail.com. Shoutouts to New Year's fireworks. They're interesting for about three seconds, then I want to kill myself. <laughs> Also, shout out to beaches. Do people really like them or is everyone pretending? Because I'm fucking pretending. Don't like them at all. What? Yeah, I knew you'd, you'd I be love like, I beaches. love the beach. I love the sand all stuck to my feet. <laughs> and then I have to wash it off before I get in the car. Yeah, <laughs> the cool fresh water. How about when you're jumping in some, somebody's like new car and they're like, oh no, no, you're too sandy, you're too wet. I don't get people's hate of sand like just vacuum it out later <laughs> i don't care man i've been at the beach oh i have a shout out to i don't know if you've experienced this but when you have a stranger ask you what you got for christmas what did you get for christmas what, i think stranger? it's really what, how, weird like you're just like chatting, how, how stranger of a stranger are we like talking someone about? you're buying coffee from or like a distant colleague who works in the same building but not an immediate one and they're like so what did you get for christmas anything interesting i find it like Little kids comparing their like pool toys this that they got. I don't to me. Like, like I, it. I understand if it's somebody that you know quite well. Yeah, and you know they've so, got people to somebody give you Somebody who's like serving you coffee. What was there just like a, a moment, like a pause where it's awkward and it's just like, <laughs> so um, <laughs> uh, I've already talked about the weather. Uh, what'd you get for Christmas? <laughs> I, I think so, but it just seems really intrusive. I'm like, what if I said nothing? I don't have anyone to give me gifts. <laughs> I don't have enough money. They'd be like, oh shit. Like, I don't know. I find it really weird and like childish. Like, would you, would you answer it? Would you be like, well, for, well, well, for my mom, I got a, um. And, and, and then I got this and, and then this, and then I got this from my sister. Do you That's have a, what it feels like. Do you have a brush off answer? I go, oh yeah, I got some nice things from friends. What about you? <laughs> Some nice things. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what do you need to know about my material possessions? And, and also, if you didn't get anything at all, it's just like, no, I didn't get anything. You know, I was waiting for gifts all over Christmas and then Christmas nothing. came, nothing. That doesn't mean people don't love me, right? Like, But you kind of want to say it just you, so they realize how... You, you love me. You love me. You'll remember to put the equal in my coffee, won't you? Because that's <laughs> all I need from you. That's all I need. Not just get judgment. my order right. Just get my order right. <laughs> well, speaking of gifts, as we have just passed uh, Christmas, let me ask you, uh, what were the worst gifts that you received this Christmas? Ooh. I didn't receive that many gifts, and they were all pretty good. I did get, however, a cat wine stand. A, a, a cat wine stand, so a, a wine not, stand with like a cat face on it? It's or? a cat, like a sphinxy kind of cat. Yep. And its tail is a holder for a wine bottle. 
Bit of a weird gift, really, isn't yes, it? Uh, yes, it's not terrible. Actually, a few people in my family were like, I want that. And I was like, well, I don't really have that much wine at home nor an Egyptian-themed decor. <laughs> so I'm happy not to take... <laughs> what about you? Uh, let me ask, hang on, before we talk about uh, about my failures in life. Let's focus on So will that, will that cat wine rack, uh, are you going to put it on display all that seriously be in, in the back of a cupboard somewhere? TBC? Back of a cupboard, that's for sure. I think I have to <laughs> run it by my housemates because they're like, what's <laughs> Take this? one look at it and be like, uh, maybe keep that in your room. Yeah, keep the cat in your room. <laughs> What about you? Like, did you get anything? Yeah, well, so... Terrible? I, yeah. <laughs> well, I only received terrible gifts. Uh, my worst gift this year would have been an omelette maker. So, an electric device just for making omelettes and, and nothing Like a more. pan? Uh, no. Or it just helps you flip it? No, it's it's its own, it's its own entity. You plug it into the wall, <laughs> you, you put your little omelette mix in it, and then you close the lid, and then in, in five minutes, you have an omelette. Um, so this this was given to me by by my mother and and, <laughs> and I'm like oh okay so omelet maker I mean for all those omelets that I make which is none ever well now you'll be making them twenty four seven she goes oh so the thing about that is that it's small and it's like yeah it is small so is the pan that I would make an omelet in why do I need a whole other machine I've never like struggled to make omelets in a pan it's not this thing that I it needs its own machine did you say this to your mum. No. Or did you just go, thank, oh, thank you, it's what I've always wanted. Oh my <laughs> God, I was really hoping somebody would get me one of these for Christmas. Everyone's talking about them. Was she so impressed with herself? Was it like, oh my gosh, have I got the gift for <laughs> you? Honestly, even when she was handing it over, she just kind of shrugged her shoulders. And it was all like, oh, I don't know, it's supposed to be good. <laughs> it's a good deal. I think you'll like it, I hope so. <laughs> But did you get anything else that was bad? Oh, was I that got, like number one? That, that, uh, yeah, I've hit you with the, with the worst gift. Uh, uh, she also gave me this, this like, what looked like a really good idea. It's like this ice cube. Uh, it's like called ice cube magic or something. And, uh, and, and it's got like this cylinder in it and it just makes no fucking sense, whatever. And it leaks and it's just a, it's just a nightmare. <laughs> so that's, that's like something that is going straight in the bin. The omelet maker will be in the back of my cupboard for a while. Yeah. be like, oh, I'll get it out and make an omelet sometime. And then in two years time when I'm doing a clean out, it's like, it's fucking going, it's fucking going. I've, I've had my, uh, like, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. you're not even going to try it to see if it does make your life better. Um, no, because honestly, if I'm going to make an omelet, I, you'd need oil with an omelette, but you don't put oil in this machine, so you, it's not even gonna taste good. So it's gonna stick. No, it's non-stick. Non -stick. <laughs> they help you, they help you everything. Oh my God, have you seen those little avocado holder things? It's um, like these ridiculous appliances. You can get like an avocado knife that's like got a thing to shuck the avocado and then also open it. Right. And people pay money for these utensils and appliances that you could just use a normal knife or you could just <laughs> use a normal pan. But it's like, no, you need an appliance for your omelette. You need an appliance for scrambled eggs. And there's also a poaching machine that you can use. So all of your eggs are taken care of. Right. <laughs> Isn't it just a bit excessive? It's, it's unnecessary. That's the thing. You, you they, they, they it, it's these things that they create, and they sound like they're a really good idea. Now. But then in reality, it's like, hang on, I could just use a knife. I could use a pan. Like, yeah. It's, it, yeah. So well, I don't know why my mother always falls for them, but I'm I'm victimized by it. You're she doesn't victim. buy them for herself. She buys them for me. Oh, just, she's I just prefer, trying to make your life easier. Prefer no gifts at all. No <laughs> gifts at all. Hey, do you find when you're at home, like for Christmas or a few days, you kind of start 
acting like your teenage self? I, I, I start moping and, 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 and rethinking life. Yes, I do. Yeah, I was home <laughs> for the holidays. And like, my whole family gets along. That's not the problem. But I just find you start to like react like a teenager. Yeah. And my mum will start acting like more of a mum. Yeah. So I exist here in Sydney as a fully independent adult. I take Strong, my keys everywhere. Woman. I take my money everywhere. I have my Opal card everywhere. But when I'm there, she'll like, do you have your keys? Have you put sunscreen? Like really mum me up. And I'm like, mum, stop it. Or I'll be like, can you get this for me? I don't want it. Like I'll start regressing into teenage Stacy. It's horrible. What I don't like is is things like if you go out, if you're staying w with your parents and you go out and then your mother will be like, oh, okay, let me know when you're coming home. And she'll like wait up for you and stuff. And it's like, I live in Sydney yeah. alone and have been for many years. Yeah, yeah. I can go out in, into the dark streets, <laughs> get completely blind drunk and then stumble my way home. And if I died, nobody would notice for days. But I'm staying at your house for an evening and you're suddenly worrying about me when I go out. It's true though, they go into their mum zone, just as you go into your defensive teen zone. Like, I don't need you, okay? I can take care of myself. <laughs> I, I, don't, Slam I, the I door. don't like it. Like, I, I find that you, are, you do get that feeling where you, you, you're kind of like, oh, I feel like a kid again and I'm lo slowly losing my independence and you just want to leave. Like, I'm, I'm seriously like, one one day maximum of, of, of going home. That's it for me. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm... I was there for a week and probably in the last day or two, I started to, because she was asking me like, where, where are you going? What will you be doing? And I'm like, I don't know, mum. Okay, I've not decided yet. I don't know how to do it by myself. <laughs> just let me be. <laughs> how did you handle a week? Like by the end, were you just like, oh, Jesus. No, I really like them. But just those little things. It's only if I'm going out or... I'm cutting something in a way that she doesn't want me to cut it. Oh, that's like, horrible. Like she'll be like, oh, let me do it. Or how about I show you this? And I'm like, no, no, just tell me where you keep this ingredient. She's like, no, you're not doing it right. Like those things. This is the way I do it I at know. home. I'm an adult, you know, mom. And just leave me alone. And then you storm off and slam the door in the bedroom. Is. And she was like, why don't we do it like this? And I was like, no, mom, I want to do it the way I want to do it. Like totally reactive. <laughs> Your mother's rather condescending. <laughs> no, she was trying to help, but like, if anyone I was cooking with here in Sydney was like, why don't we do this? I'd be like, oh yeah, good idea, but I think I'd prefer that. Yeah. But I automatically go, don't! <laughs> Give me my space. <laughs> well, I did a bit of a double Christmas this year, and I, what I find is I don't like staying at other people's houses. Yeah. Um, I, the, the biggest problem that I have is, number one, you feel like you've always got to be on. You've always got to be polite. Chat, you yeah. can't just be taking off your pants and, and, and slumping yourself on the couch <laughs> like you do at home. And for me, I find that really exhausting because I need my alone time. I need my time just to like, you know, but when you're always in it, you're at someone's house. And even in, when you're in the bedroom, you're like, you know, you have to make the bed. When I was a kid, I stayed at a friend's house overnight. And in the morning I woke up and I made the bed and their grandmother comes past and like, oh, aren't you a good boy? You made the bed. And I'm like, yes, I am. Look at me go. <laughs> Later on, the dad was like yelling at the son for something. Which is which is great when they've got a friend over. That's oh my gosh, that's horrific for a kid. And he he just turns to me. He's like, "And Fraser," and drags me to the bedroom, to the to the guest room that I was staying, and says, "This is not how we make a bed in this house." <gasps> drags me into his bedroom where I thought I was about to get raped, <laughs> and says, "This is how we make the beds in this house. 
you go back there and you make the bed this way. I'm like, oh, 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 okay. I was 12 years old. Oh my God, you made the bed and you're a 12 year old boy. Like that's enough. That's yeah. like good for you. You're yeah. an amazing kid. Also, I, I only stayed that one night. Like they would have stripped the bed anyway and washed it. Why the fuck am I getting yelled at for not making the bed <laughs> that guy's way? But don't you find when you're in those areas you regress anyway? Like if a friend's dad talks to you and you're like, hello, oh, so sorry. And you're like, actually, no, I'm a 27 year old adult. You can't talk to me like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you poor thing. That's horrible. I recently found out that that guy died. Oh. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but no, the worst thing if you're sharing a house, like, mind you, I was with my family, so it didn't really, I could be as whatever as I wanted to be. But when you have people over and it's you've got your whole extended family, whatever, at your house, and sometimes you just want to go by yourself. You feel like you can't just lie in your room for an hour and be rude without saying, hey everyone, just so you know, I'm going to take an hour's time. So I'm being polite and telling you, you can't just go and be antisocial. No, no. Or say, I just don't want to talk to you, please don't come near me because it's all catch ups and like, hey, how are you going? Yeah. Yeah. It is hard. Well, uh, what I don't like about staying in people's houses is that the control over what you're doing and when you're doing it, like as uh, i.e. meals, you can't choose what you're going to have and you can't choose when you're going to have it. No. So what I dealt with over Christmas was, oh, oh everyone's so full from lunch, I guess nobody wants dinner, hey? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I fucking wanted, wanted dinner. <laughs> And I was starving to death that night because I just had to go along and go, yeah, very filling lunch. No, it wasn't a filling lunch because I was so so polite that I didn't eat enough. Yeah, you just ate a normal amount. And then dinner time <laughs> comes along and it's like, yeah, everyone everyone's claiming their stuff. It's like, I would have, I would have loved dinner. How am I going to sneak out and like go through the McDonald's drive-thru? I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm but trapped. I'm starving you, to death. Can't you just say to them, actually, I'm a bit peckish. Is there anything I can eat? Too polite. I, I, You're so polite. So you do that. Yeah. I mean, if it's family of any kind, I'd be like, look, I'm actually hungry. Can I have some leftovers or... Yeah, recall you came here once and asked for a snack, so you, you're pretty brave. Yeah, I mean, I'm hungry. <laughs> look, it, it'd be better for the uncomfortable moment of me asking for food than you waiting for me to be like hangry later and not in a good mood. Oh, wow. So I like push through and just get the snack. Are you always hangry? Am I, is this, is this a, a pattern <laughs> yeah. that I've not been tough on yet? Yeah, I'm this is why hungry. you're just always so aggressive. I justify everything as hanger. It's cute that way. <laughs> Oh, here's another thing. At people's houses, um, what's what are the rules with bath mats? <laughs> That's so funny that you say that. I always hang them back up. But in my own house, I won't rehang my bath mat all the time. But in someone else's house, even my parents, because I know they're like functioning adults, I'll hang up their bath mat. Okay. Is that what you mean? Well, I guess I, I was curious about that, but I don't know what the rules are with bath mats because. I have been told off for being at somebody's house and getting the bath mat wet. I assumed bath mat, the purpose of it was to step out of the shower and step onto the bath mat so you're not slipping and sliding all over the floor. I assume, is that what bath mats are for? I have never had someone say don't wet the bath mat because yes, mm. I assume you stand mm. on them when you're wet yeah, so you don't drip on the tiles and slip. Yeah. And this, ha this happened many years ago and now every time I'm staying at someone's house, I'm like, oh, what, what are the bath mat rules here? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> So I dry myself in the shower because I'm, I'm too worried about that time I got told off for, for getting a bath mat wet. But wait, what did they say? Please don't get the bath mat on the ground wet. Oh, no, you, you got the bath mat wet. 
It's like, oh, sorry, I, I assume that, uh, oh. Fraser, can I just say, I think you need to surround yourself with different people. If you've got a dad yelling at you for making the bed like a nice guest and someone saying you've got the bath mat wet, it's like, oh, you put the, you made the water in the kettle hot. It's like, yeah, yeah I, isn't that the point of it? I've got a really bad track record of staying at people's houses. And oh, no wonder you get stressed about and, it. And, and, and if I dug deep into my subconscious, I'm sure I could pull out a hell of a lot more stories. And this is why I'm so uncomfortable staying at people's houses because... You've got house guest PTSD. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. That's so anal. I would hate... To I would hate that if you're in someone's clean house and you're like, I can't move because I can't get anything dirty. It's all white and clean. And see, then I just assume people are going to be all paranoid when they're staying with me. And I don't know how to tell people to, to you know, be comfortable, be yourself, whatever. Well, because you say, everyone says it, don't they? Everyone says, make yourself at home, be comfortable. And no, then no. they're like, not that comfortable, yeah. not that at home. <laughs> Actually, it's my home, so make yourself as comfortable as I let you be, okay? Thanks. I was going to oh, say, like, 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 if somebody just started going through the cupboard, I would actually not enjoy that in my house. Really? Have you been going through my cupboards? No. <laughs> no, but if I, on the first night, I wouldn't expect that. But if they were staying with me for a week or a few days, by the end, I'd be like, yeah, go grab whatever you want. Ooh, nah, it depends where you're at. I mean, I got chocolate in that cupboard that I don't want anyone touching. Well, then maybe you can't be complaining about these horrible house people when you're yeah, If you wake up before me, you can go in and get yourself some wheat bix If I've said you can have wheat bix but if I've said you're only allowed to have the all brand, then you're only having all brand. Oh my gosh, I never want to be a house guest in your house. I'm just like, you know what? Go for everything. If there's something you can't have, like, oh, by the way, just don't eat that one thing, but everything else is fair game. Okay. Because yeah. I'm a good house host. Apparently I'm not. Well, apparently you sound very stressful. You know what? I don't know what came first, you being a stressful house host or having stressful house hosts, but <laughs> fuck, I don't want anything to do with that circle. <laughs> Were you still away for New Year's? Yes. So you were still staying with your family for New Year's? No, no, no. I was just away up the coast oh, further okay. up. Yeah. Yeah. And what'd you do? Uh, I had drinks and then went down for a beach party oh, at the place that we were at. We didn't plan it. Just no wonder you were so pro the beach in your <laughs> shout outs. I love the beach, spent New Year's on the beach. No, but there was there were just a bunch of people going down and it was like a small area with nowhere else to go. So it was like, let's go down. And it was honestly flashback schoolies. Yeah. It was terrible music, like... <laughs> and it just felt like I was like 18 again. Oh, that's quite quite a nice feeling. It was though, really it? nice, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't do a countdown. So you oh. get down there and then you're like, okay, it'll be soon. Oh, it's already oh, 8 so, past uh, 12 it, and you've crossed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we missed New Year's. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's New Year. Happy, happy New Another Year. Drink. It's like, oh, it's too late. Yeah, now. it's too late. That's it now. <laughs> what about you? Um, I, <laughs> did you party hard? I did, I did a similar thing. I actually spent New Year's on a beach as well, but a bit more low key. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, there were some fireworks in the distance, and I, you know, got sick of them straight away. <laughs> yeah. I hate uh, but yeah, I, I don't like the obligation of New Year's. You have to do something fun. Everyone loves New Year's. So for me, I was travelling on my way back to Sydney, so it was it was nice to not have this obligation to go out or or do anything. I wouldn't mind like a house party or something, but no. I don't want to go out uh, with everyone pretending that they're having a good time because uh, they're not. They're it's not. such. A bore. Like, I will... Anytime I've had a great New Year's, it's when I've been away with friends or someone and I'm in a non-New Year's Eve place that we have a New Year's Eve celebration. Yeah. As opposed to, like, where you pay $100 to go to an all-you-can-drink club and da-da-da, and then you watch the fireworks and everyone's hustle-bustle and... It's just so forced. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. I've, I've never liked New Year's and every time I tried to 
have a good news at home. Yeah. I'd gone out. I, I've always hated it. I've never had a good time. And, yeah. and it's now that I'm a little older and I'm just kind of doing low key things that it's like, oh, you know, it's no, I'm going, actually, I still don't like it. But no. it's, it's acceptable and, and, and it's, um, I don't feel dead inside. Beautiful. Well, that's a really good start to the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's one of those things that people ask you about. The reason it's so uncomfortable is because people ask you, what are you doing for New Year's? Like, not, hey, what are you up to? I'm curious. They're like, what are you doing? Because I want to make sure I've got something as good or better. And it's this yeah. weird pissing contest of like, because if you say nothing, if you go, I'm not doing anything, people are like, oh my God. Why? Like, can I help you? Are you sick? You're like, what's wrong with you? And you're like, no, I'm just not going to do anything. Like, it's just a night of the year and they're like, no, but you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> it's this weird. Yeah. And even the older you get, people still, less people, but people still have that association with it. Yeah. It's very strange. Like, and afterwards, it's always like, what did you do for New Year's? You need an answer if you're just like, oh, I just stayed at home or I got an early night and then they're going to be like, oh, okay, what a loser. Yeah. <laughs> I had the best night ever. I was in the city. I, I caught the train home. Yeah! Couldn't move because there's so many people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, for New Year's, I don't know if you do this, I always write down New Year's resolutions. Are you a New Year's resolution guy? No, I, uh, no, I don't. No, I couldn't think no. that you Well, I, 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 feel, I feel like, because there's always some, one person is always going to be like, okay, so um, what's your New Year resolution? And you come up with something stupid. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'd like to... Um, really progress myself in, 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 in the industry or something, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So I need like I need I need to make up a, a blanket response just because I know I'm not gonna do anything I ever say. Yeah, I do that. I go through and I'm what I start out so hopeful. Like I'm like, oh put my music on and write him a little book like news resolution. So you take it seriously. I do, but then I always write way too big of ambitions that I would just not achieve in a year. It's like basically achieve 10 years worth of stuff in a year. And then I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. I, I don't know how I'm ever going to do this. And then I'm I just- I'm going to be so busy in 2019. And then I just abandon it. But the worst thing is, you know how, if you ask someone what their New Year's resolution is and they go, oh, I'm going to lose 10 kilos or oh, I'm going to do this. The polite thing to do is go, oh, cool. Like, great. I hope that works out for you. I absolutely hate when you give like a vague resolution and someone's like, so how are you going to action that? And you're like, what do you mean? How am I going to action that? I well, wrote it on a can, piece of paper. You want to lose 10 kilos and currently eating the cupcake. Yeah. Not doing too well. It's just struck over midnight. <laughs> Put that cupcake down. But they keep trying to whittle it down. Yeah. So you're like, oh, well, I'll join the gym, say. That's not my resolution, but as an example. And then no, we know that was last year's because <laughs> you, you did join the gym. <laughs> but then they go, and then you go, oh, then they say, okay, cool. How many times a week will you go? Like, why are you making me oh. write this specific goal that I can adhere to? Listen, I've had a few drinks. <laughs> I'm feeling positive about things, but I'm going to wake up tomorrow in a hangover and not want to do anything for a fucking entire year. Yeah, stop making me accountable for my words. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Do you have any resolutions that you would like to share with us or too personal? No. <laughs> not with you, present. <laughs> you know, You'll just rip them in your shreds. You know, if we're still doing this show by the end of the year, I'm going like, to pull out that list and be like, so Stacey, let's just tick these off. Oh, none failed, of them. Failed, none failed, of them. failed. Oh, that's alright. Doesn't matter because my pen wasn't working anyway. It was, a, it was a prop. Psych, psych. I knew you didn't do any of them. <laughs> I didn't even write them down. <laughs> well, with Christmas and New Year's over, you would think that would be the end of it. But anyone no. who listens to this podcast knows that both Stacey and I 
have the same birthday, which is uh, straight after New Year's on the 4th. So we've just passed our, our birthdays. Happy birthday, Stacey. Happy birthday, Fraser. Oh, thank you very much. Just another celebration in the <laughs> celebration time. Now, how was your birthday? It was lovely. Mm -hmm. I spent it driving a lot. Oh, well, that sounds And fun. had a nice dinner. Hey, wonderful. It was lovely. What about yours? I had a mad party. Oh, bro. I, I had the best birthday ever. Sucked in for your shitty birthday. Did you? That wasn't a convincing tone. Did you have the best birthday ever? Well, so I had a, I had a, I had a, I had a house party, uh, one that you were invited to and then you didn't come. Correct. I see where we're at. Well, I wasn't here. What do you expect from me? But you did actually uh, message me on the day or the day before and said... Because well, I didn't know. I was trying to yeah. keep it till if I was going to be there, yeah. I would be there. And it's awkward to invite you as well because well, we, do, we do have the same birthday. Yeah. And so, so you, come, you can come celebrate my birthday. Your birthday's not even going to be acknowledged. Just happy birthday to me. What if I'd sent you an invite on the same night on the same thing, being like, Stacey's birthday, come if you like. <laughs> that would have been the best. You should have actually done that. You should have had your own party. Or even just done a fake one just to piss me off. Just that would have like, been the best. The exact same time and use your exact description. <laughs> also in Fraser's house. <laughs> so on our actual birthdays though, I sent you a text in the morning saying, happy birthday, Stacey. And I, I thought to myself, what if you just respond thanks and you don't say <laughs> Forget it, feel bad. <laughs> so I, so for Shit, the, why did they do that? Yeah, so for like the three hours before you responded, I was just like, oh shit. And also I was worried, like, what if you just don't respond? No happy birthday to me. That would be brutal. But no, you lovingly said happy birthday to you. So, you know. Oh, I could have played that so much better. <laughs> I could have said thanks. I sort of could have said cheers, man. <laughs> thanks. Now, oh, did, thanks. Happy New Year. Did, you get, did everyone, everyone, everyone that you wanted to wish you happy birthday, or, or, or did enough people forget you this year and you're just like, oh, motherfuckers, no, motherfuckers? I got, I got phone calls, which normally like, it, like a bunch of people called and said happy birthday and sang to me. I had a good, um, a good birthday run. But I do find it funny the people who on Facebook wish me happy birthday. Yeah. Like the people kind of in that. Not quite your immediate people, but the outer circle of who you would talk to. Not many of them wished me happy birthday, but all these random people on Facebook who yeah. I just never talked to and we really are just on there because we met once and that's how it went. They all messaged me just like, happy birthday. Yeah, well, Facebook does actually uh, remind people you, yeah. that, oh, it's, it's Stacey Peterson's or Fraser Ruddick's birthday. Uh, and so they get that notification. So it's pretty simple just to be like, happy birthday. And it's kind of nice. Um, yeah, I've kind of stopped doing it. I've stopped wishing people happy birthday who I don't really have a connection with anymore. Because, I do as well. Because and people I call don't the like people... it because people say exactly what you said. Yeah. That it's like, oh God, like, you know, why, why are they wishing me happy birthday? I haven't spoken to them in, in eight yeah. years it's or something. It's because Facebook reminded them. Yeah. They didn't go, oh, it's no, Stacey's they, they, they birthday today, how nice. And they didn't even put an exclamation point. <laughs> Yeah, or I don't mind. I actually don't mind when people post and they are a bit distant and they go, "Happy birthday! How are you going? Or how's your holiday?" That's yeah. fine because, like, if you're not close enough to call, but when people just literally write "Happy birthday" in the most non-excited tone, and you're like, "Why? <laughs> you, I wasn't going to be upset. You could have saved your minutes. Like, it doesn't make any sense." I'll be honest with you, Stacey. I look. I, I've seen the happy birthdays on your Facebook because throughout the day I was comparing them and seeing. Out of you and I, who got, who, got the, who got the most happy birthdays, and 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 it was all it was all good. And I went to bed that night happy that we 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 both had like twenty each, and I thought, all right, we're evens. 
even, and then the next morning I woke up and two more people got in. So you're the favoured one, apparently. You're the favoured one. Well, I'll tell you what, I did not spend any time comparing our happy birthdays. I was oh, just like outliving enjoying your my life. Oh, okay. I wasn't doing that. I was just being competitive. That's all I was doing. But I totally forgot about my birthday. Yeah, all all like... it was was just about screwing over your birthday. That was, my, yeah. that, was, that was my only desire. But honestly, if that's what I want for my birthday, then happy birthday to me, right? Well, right? that's true. It A is present my day from to me be selfish. to me. Sabotage. For Stacey's birthday. Now, no, I love the belated one. Like, happy belated birthday, like two days later, and you're like, why? Why did you do that? It's yes. gone now. Yes, thank you, Adnan Zay, who did it to both <laughs> you and I, and the exact same message. We're on to ya. We're on to ya. <laughs> did he do yours as well? Yeah, he did. Because when he did it, I, I thought, all right, I'm going to check if he's done it to you. Because uh, he's somebody who was in the film that we produced. So. Yeah. <laughs> and yep, yep, same message. Caught out, caught out. No well, love. If it no was made, points, at least. Nothing. Well, <laughs> You know, one thing I, I did receive on my birthday was a birthday card from my mother. Now, last year, my mother sent me this really creepy birthday card. Yeah. And I thought, oh, surely she's not going to do that, that this year. And yes, she did. <laughs> now, this, this birthday card is so creepy that I was not willing to have it on display when I had my birthday party. I, really? I, I, I hid it in the bedroom along with my uh, Blu-ray copy of The Twilight Saga, except for the last film. Because uh, <laughs> everyone loved that one. <laughs> That's a crowd killer. <laughs> missed out on that one. <laughs> oh my gosh, what um, does it say? So, I, I feel read you Read it, should, read it, read uh, it. Without, the, without the, the things that my mother wrote, which it just says, to Fraser, love mum. She's <laughs> really, gone, really gone to the, to the effort there. But uh, no, she's allowed uh, Gibson cards uh, to, to say what she truly means. I would like you to read this, both the front and the middle, because the creepiness just goes on and on. Okay. On the front, it said, what is a son? A really great son is a friend for life. He's someone you can count on for support and caring. He shares what's in his heart and has his own special ways of letting you know how much he loves you. Yes, continue. And in the inside, a really great son makes the family proud and it's nice to have someone like him around. Because a really great son, like you, is everything a parent can hope for. Have a wonderful birthday. That's the creepiest shit ever. I'm none of those things. I do none of those things. What is creepy about that? I was expecting it Ma to be actually creepy. Maybe I should have done it in a voice. A really great son's a friend for life. He's someone you can count on for support and caring. You sound like the anonymous guy from <laughs> Case Files True Crime. <laughs> and then she said she loved me. <laughs> Perhaps I should have explained the relationship that I have with my mother. I, uh, if Parent. I, if I'm, a, I'm a friend for life. I, I barely even speak to her. Someone you can count on for support and caring. She broke her shoulder recently. I sent her a text saying get well soon, is that all? <laughs> <laughs> is that all it takes to get this? He shares what's in his heart and has his own special ways of letting you know how much he loves you. What? By insulting her on a podcast about the, about the card that she sent me? Look, Fraser's mum, if you're listening to this and you want to disown your son for this, I totally understand and support that because it's a really nice card. It's the worst card I've ever received. This is, I think this is even worse than last year. You're it's such It's possibly a... the exact same card, I can't remember. You're a Grinch! Your mother <laughs> bought this card. Granted, she did not write that poem, but she did get it for you. And you were just like absolutely plastering her. 
I don't like that you're so oh, positive about this. Also, you didn't send me a card, so shut up. You didn't send me one. Yeah, I didn't. So. Happy birthday anyway. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> happy so anyway, blessings. let's talk about my party that you didn't yes. come to. What, what a raging evening. Actually, some people asked after you, you've become quite famous. Oh, really? Yeah. What did they say? Where is the famous Stacey? We hear it's her birthday and we like they, her better. Well, they, they did. Hey, hang on. No. <laughs> <laughs> no? Look, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to make conversation. Oh, people who I, who I wouldn't have even thought that you exist. But again, probably people who are sneakily listening to the podcast and not letting me know about that. Me Thanks, good. guys. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> anyway, so I realized how... I almost didn't do a party this year because the anxiety of doing it. Yeah. And earlier last year, we produced a film together called Great Party, which was exactly about that. The moment that I started this party and started putting out the chips and stuff, I realized, <laughs> holy shit, that film was... Ex I wrote that straight from the heart. That film exists... It, it happened in on real Saturday life. night. Like, it is exactly the same. I didn't really get to enjoy my party because I was way too busy, like, r running from group to group, making sure everyone's okay. The person, oh, no, they're sitting down. They're not talking to someone. They're texting. Oh, shit. They're going to leave. They're going to leave. Oh, no, more chips. Oh, no. Oh, oh what's the other no. going on? I've got to get out the spring rolls. It's, it's a fucking nightmare to host uh. your own party. And I'm, why am I even doing it? Because... Uh, the whole thing, you, it should be for yourself. You feel like you're doing it for other people. But then people don't even really want to come. It's so hard. Like, you're constantly having to follow up with people and going, hey, you're going to come into my party. I almost feel like I'm forcing everyone to come. And that night, it, uh, the, there was a storm forecast. So I was like, oh, shit, shit. You know, as long as people, as long as people are on the road when the, when the storm starts, they'll still make it here. But if they're still at home and that storm starts, they're not fucking coming. They're not fucking they're coming. They're putting their PJs on and getting in bed. <coughs> Exactly. And that storm started and then bing, my, my, my phone goes into people trying to get, oh, I don't know about this storm. And I went fucking savage. I'm like, you better fucking come. I've just spent so much money on spring rolls. You're fucking coming. You're fucking coming. It's my birthday. And so it became this whole stressful thing of forcing people to come to this party and then trying to stop them from leaving. Bit weird, really. When you think about it. That sounds just so stressful, but I know exactly what you mean. I always stress like, are they happy? Are they hungry? Are they this? Are they that? Are they thinking about leaving? Because I don't want them to leave. Or I go, I'm ready for you to leave. How do I start wrapping but this you, up? You know, you know when, when, when they're getting that look, you know, they're, they're, they kind of look over to their partner. Or look at their watch. And then, and then you, you don't just let them leave. Like a psychopath, you go up and start another conversation with them to trap them. Try and drag them in. Them. And I'm not saying that people felt forced. People, I think people did have a good night. But... Now you have to say that because you just <laughs> said you went psycho on their asses. But in reality, I was pretty much a cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> I was just manipulating everyone to stay. It was like, eat my food, drink my drinks. Hey, love me, love me. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I know. I feel like birthday parties, it'd be way better for everyone if like just there was a group of friends who organized it for you. Because yeah. it's actually stressful. You're actually putting on a party for other people to celebrate yourself and spending money to celebrate yourself. And it's like, can you guys all just pitch in 10 bucks and buy me a bunch of stuff and we all hang out? Because <laughs> I just want to come and have a good time. 
Yeah. Put a drink in my hand and I'm happy. That's a birthday Because yeah, I, I love house parties. I love going to people's house parties. But it's a bit of an outdated thing in Australia, I think. People don't really do them as much as they used to. Or maybe I'm just getting old and no one invites me. Or maybe I don't No, maybe, maybe they don't do like really big ones. It's always like, I've got 10 people coming over for a little gathering. Or yeah. you go out. But I prefer the house party because it's yeah, relaxing. You can just you, you have your own drinks. You don't yeah. have to worry about getting kicked out and stuff. So no issue there. Yeah, I agree. Right. You can take your shoes off. <laughs> well, here's the question. Do you take your shoes off at your own house party? Would you start the party shoeless? Yes. You would? 100%. I wouldn't, mm. if I have something at my house, unless it's a formal thing like that I want to be fancy for, yep. I won't wear shoes at all. Okay. I, I, I decided to put the shoes on. Because no, I thought, I don't know, I thought with people walking in and they just look down and see me with no shoes, they're going to feel a bit like, oh, it's almost like I'm walking into your bedroom. So I went for the no shoes, oh. for the shoes. And did they stay on all night? They stayed on all night. It was a bit hot that night, so I would have preferred to kick them off, but I knew I couldn't do it halfway through. I feel weird wearing shoes in my own house. Really? I Even if I'm at home and there's no one else around and I'm there for like... Five minutes, I'll keep the shoes on. But if I'm just hanging out, I'm not wearing shoes. You'll notice I just looked down and checked if you're wearing shoes. Because, like, how comfortable are you here? No. Well, <laughs> I would take my shoes off normally. I feel, yeah, you have taken your shoes on off. On a hot day, before. I take my shoes off. Because, like, I, I just don't want to be wearing these prison feet. <laughs> <laughs> but you're happy with the temperature today. Yeah, I'm comfortable. Thank you. Yes, thanks so well, much. Well, I invited my neighbours in the apartment next door, which was which was quite a... <gasps> the what, chocolate what, people? He... Uh, well, <laughs> no, that, that that is upstairs, but he did get an invite. And it turns out the nipple guy at the bin was not him. And I finally... like So so I, bu I finally bumped into him and, and, and it was a different guy I'd never seen before. I'm like, oh, thanks so much for the chocolate that you gave me, like three months ago and I didn't have the guts to come up and say hello. Hey, I'm having a party. So, um, but then I was, I was a bit worried. It's like, oh, somebody's going to mention the podcast and I've been talking about this guy and he's, <laughs> and he's given me chocolate for, so, for like so many episodes. So I was actually nervous that he was, he was going to come and then the podcast was going to come up, which it did. Yeah. Um, but he didn't, he didn't end up coming. And someone would be like, hey, is that guy around who you did the chocolate thing with? Yeah, exa exactly. So, <laughs> so he ended up sliding a note under my door which said, oh, sorry, I, it turns out I can't make it. I've, I've got something else. Uh, what pisses me off that he, there was no, no chocolate this time. Oh my god, you're ungrateful <laughs> son of a bitch. He loves the old school communication though, doesn't he? He's all about that yeah, neighborly sliding stuff under, I, knocking I, on the door and running away. I found out from the other neighbors, apparently he did like this whole chocolate drop thing. He did like to the building next door and stuff, which is like, I've never even seen who lives in there. So but did it, was, his... he's, it wasn't it wasn't even as personal as I thought it was. No. So I've been stressing out over nothing. Yeah, because I doubt anyone other than maybe his immediate neighbor came and said anything. Yeah, exactly. Delicious chocolate though. Well, there you go. Thanks, guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll tell you it's a, a weird thing. So uh, one of my friends rocks up to my party and I, I, everyone who said, oh, should I, should I bring something? And I said, well, you know, if, if you want to bring your own alcohol, otherwise I've got the cheapest, dirtiest, disgusting mm -hmm. beer and wine. But, but I said that like, you don't need to get, give me a gift or anything. One of my friends rocked up with these two Christmas puddings. <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, it feels left over from Christmas. I brought you some Christmas puddings. <laughs> and it's like, ah. Oh. And obviously, like, it's left over. It's like, ah, oh, okay. I don't know what to think about this. And and uh, I basically had to, had to get them to admit that it was just dirty old Christmas puddings. That, that they, they weren't going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were, like, offloading as a, as a birthday gift. Didn't even wrap them. And I'm like, so do you, do you like Christmas puddings? And they're like, no. It's like, yeah, nobody does, do they? And they're like, yeah, we know. It's like... Happy birthday. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks for giving them to me. I had a birthday gift wrapped in Christmas paper. 
that I, someone had lazily. Well, I don't mind. I get that. Like, I, I'm, I'm used yeah, to that yeah, from yeah. Like when I was born because people always just have the leftover wrapping paper. And I don't care as long as no. there's a gift. Well, yeah, the wrapping paper is not the thing. Wrap it in newspaper for all I care, <laughs> just as long as the gift's good and not an omelette maker. <laughs> or Christmas puddings. Or That's the other thing. An so another guest rocks up with a box of like frozen prawn dumplings. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why is everyone just giving me all the shit from their fridge? As a gift or as like party food to cook up and share? I asked that. I'm like, so I don't understand. What am I supposed to do with this? And they're like, oh, I don't know. You, you, you cook it up. I look at the back and it's like boil. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't planning on boiling anything tonight. I, oven only. And they're like, oh, you don't have to do them tonight. It's like, so this is a gift. So it's a gift. I'm, I'm so confused. Were they wrapped? No, okay. no, just, just it's a like box how of, box that of would dumplings. even be worse if they gave you a wrapped gift of frozen prawn dumplings. Well, the thing was, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Like next up, I'm gonna get like a half-eaten stir fry or something. Yeah, it's we've like, got that leftover ham from lunch <laughs> um, from Christmas. So how you that say? <laughs> but do you know what I realized is this year was the first year that kind of dawned on me that I'm like a full legit adult. No, you're not. I am though, age-wise I am. How old are you? 27. You're, you're a small child and that's, that's it. Stop I know. trying to talk yourself up. But I feel like I use that excuse every year. I kind of, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm just like a, a young woman and I'm just like working it out in this big old world. And then you kind of hear people of your friends having children or like getting married or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, they're so young. Did they not have contraception? And it's <laughs> what like- What a bunch of losers. And then it's like, no, we planned this. We have a home together. And you're like, whoa. What? I'm, yeah. I'm... You have a mortgage? <laughs> oh my God, I'm 27. This is not abnormal anymore. You, you want to go out and do some vodka shots? And they're like, fucking no, I've got kids. No, I've got a life to lead. <laughs> like, and you're uh, like, oh. Damn. Do you find you have those moments of realization where you're like, I'm, this isn't, like early 20s anymore. I'm properly in my 20s now. All the time. And I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you as well. <laughs> but here's the good thing about you. No, no matter how like much you're worrying about that, you can always just look to me and be like, oh, don't worry. Great. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. He's not growing up. <laughs> so I'm like the canary in the mine. Because the older you get, I just keep getting older. So I'm always that one step ahead of you. And if anything, I'm getting more immature. Do you think? Great. So when you start to stress and break down, I'll just be like, oh, maybe I'll get it together. Because <laughs> this doesn't seem to be working out. <laughs> well, I mean, if I, if I decide to go have, have kids, like, then you, you're fucked. Yeah. But, you know. If you take that route, but, but, I'll but, be like, oh my God, I'm by myself now. But don't worry. By the time, by the time I'm willing to have kids, I'll probably die of natural causes anyway. So. <laughs> Thanks, Fraser. That actually does make me feel better. That's a well, nice that help birthday present. Well, yeah. Happy birthday to you. And now to your existential doom. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and most other apps. Hit us up on Twitter at Dead to Me Podcast. We're also on Facebook, and our email is Dead to Me Podcast at gmail.com. Did you get all excited because we're on Spotify now? Yeah. Yeah, it only took us a year. Spotify. <laughs> so, Gotta pay for it now. <laughs> Ah, oh, so nobody will listen then. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye guys. Bye guys.